0: Welcome back to connecting learning to connect learning to life. Excuse me. We are with our uh, final guest, Justin Williams. Each week, we will have our final segment called the CivX seg- segment. Um, Justin is a serial entrepreneur, mentor, educator, and community leader. Most recently, Justin launched CivX, a national program to foster a movement of civic renewal through deliberation, innovation, and action. Justin. Um, what is this essay going to look like this week? Uh, this week we're um, kind of extending the conversation from last week, uh, which focused on the contrast of democracy and fascism, uh, and this week the role of, of uh, facts and truth in our democracy and the role it plays in ensuring our individual freedoms and liberties. All right, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. In 1849, while serving his only term as a U.S. congressman from Illinois... Abraham Lincoln wrote a letter to his old friend and colleague, Joseph Gillespie. The letter included one of my favorite political quotes of all time. Lincoln told Gillespie quote, I'm a firm believer in the people. If given the truth, they can be depended upon to meet any national crisis. The great point is to bring them the real facts and beer. This quote is widely shared on social media. I'm sure that's because so many of us love a good beer. But it also speaks to the very foundation of the experiment that is our American democracy. It says that citizenship means working together, and that our democracy requires building trust in each other, and that both of those are much easier to do with a good happy hour conversation than through our posts on social media. We the people, with all of our knowledge, grit, and innovation, can be counted on to solve the greatest challenges facing our society. But we can only succeed as citizens, as a society, and as a democracy if we make our choices using the objective truth and the real facts. According to Dr. Timothy Snyder, Yale historian and author of the book On Tyranny, authoritarian governments attack or seek to control independent checks and balances and bend these institutions toward their own personal objectives. They do this by censoring the internet, radio and TV, or packing the courts with loyalists or silencing the work of scientists so that they can maintain control over messaging and ensure widespread distribution of their propaganda. Snyder notes that in authoritarian governments they attack truth through four modes of uh, including open hostility to verifiable reality and presenting their lies as if they were facts endless repetition of the lies to create a sense that the lie is the only truth. Magical thinking where the leader makes impossible promises that even mutually contradict with each other. This forces followers to choose to ignore these contradictions and move to accept the impossible promises on faith. And finally, a self deification that establishes the leader as the only source of valid information and demands all, all faith be submitted to them and their claims in their noble efforts to reject a monarchy. Our nation's founders recognized the threat of authoritarian power. They drafted a constitution that gives that power to citizens and they crafted our institutions to have systems of checks and balances. These institutions and systems work and they help us make good decisions but they are only as strong as the information we use. Imagine if our courts rejected factual evidence. There would be no justice, only widespread lying. Imagine if our scientists and engineers rejected factual evidence. Our airplanes would crash and our buildings would collapse. Imagine if our press rejected factual evidence. The loudest, wealthiest, and strongest would dominate our political discussions. Today, we live in a hyperconnected world that spreads both true information and false propaganda. And both of these can move quickly, unverified, through social media, message boards, cable news, talk radio, and other okay. channels. However, as the popular London preacher Charles Haddon Spurgeon said in an 1855 sermon, quote, a lie can travel halfway around the world before the truth can get its boots on. These factors combine to create a crisis of propaganda that threatens the future of democracy in 2018 Rex Tillerson former Secretary of State for President Donald Trump delivered a speech that spoke directly to this threat in clear and powerful words Tillerson said quote an essential tenet of a free society a free people is access to truth the government structure and a societal understanding that freedom to seek the truth is the very essence of freedom itself it is only by fierce defense of the truth and a common set of facts that we create the conditions for a democratic free society comprised of richly diverse people. Those free people can explore and find solutions to the varied challenges confronting the complex society of free people. If our leaders seek to conceal the truth, or as people become accepting of alternative realities, they are no longer grounds, uh, no longer grounded in facts then we as American citizens are on a pathway to relinquishing our freedom. This is the life of a non-democratic society comprised of people who are not, not free to seek the truth. He also called on Americans to meet this challenge by saying, quote, a responsibility of every American citizen to each other is to preserve and protect our freedom by recognizing what the truth is and is not, what a fact is and is not, And begin by holding ourselves accountable to truthfulness and demand our pursuit of America's future be fact-based, not based on wishful thinking, not hopeful outcomes made in shallow promises, but with a clear-eyed view of the facts as they are, guided by the truth that will set us free to seek solutions to our most daunting challenges. It is also that foundational commitment to the truth and to facts that binds us to others' like-minded Uh, other like-minded democratic nations that we Americans will always deal with them from the same set of truths and facts. And it is a truth that our that says our to our adversaries. We say what we mean and we mean what we say. As I said last week, America's democracy isn't a natural state of being. It's a fragile experiment. One that requires our constant attention and action. That means it is our patriotic duty as citizens not only to vote or volunteer, but also to advocate for objective truth and to fight uh, to protect the independence of the institutions that search for truth, including our courts, journalism, and science. Our individual liberty, our democracy, and our survival demands it. So each week, I ask this question, what should we do? What should we do to strengthen trust among our citizens? What should we do to defend the truth? What should we do to solve the problems facing our society? Each week, we try to answer questions like this by ending the Civic segment with the Civic Five. Five ideas for things you might do to activate a movement of civic renewal and strengthen our democracy. And here are this week's Civic Five. Number one, When you read articles posted on social media or links to articles on the web, before taking time to read it or share it, always stop and ask yourself three questions. Who's behind the article? What's the evidence they use to support their claims? And what do other sources say about the topic? This is called lateral reading because you are reading about the article before you invest your trust into what it is saying. Review fact-checking websites like number two, review fact-checking websites like Snopes or factcheck.org for verifying any dramatic claims that someone might present or share with you. Almost nothing is new on the internet and propaganda can spread much faster than truth. Number three. After you have registered to vote, volunteer to help others get registered as well. Civic renewal is much more than voting but it's still the most important opportunity you have to have your voice represented. Number four. Attend a virtual city council or community board meeting. Local elected officials have the most direct impact on our lives. We often know the least about what they say um, and what they are doing because they aren't covered on the, the cable news shows. And number five, invite someone you might not agree with politically to go volunteer or help clean up the local park. Civic renewal is about making connections with others and even helping to solve small problems will help strengthen our sense of community. As Americans, we need to recommit to an era of civic renewal. This sounds ambitious and perhaps overwhelming, but our success will come not from electing the perfect leader, but from us taking civic actions, often in very small things like the Civic Five. All right, Justin, thank you so much for for taking the time and, and speaking with us today. That does conclude our essay portion for the show.